If someone publicly whipped you after threatening to kill you, how would you react? Would you celebrate? Serving Jesus can sometimes be a bit dangerous. Hi, I'm Josh. Welcome to Honestly Radio. It's possible to be living for Christ, fulfilling your divine purpose, seeing God move in amazing ways, and still face difficulties and troubles. This was the case for the apostles in Acts chapter 5 who were establishing the church. Verse 12 says, The apostles were performing many miraculous signs and wonders among the people, and all the believers were meeting regularly at the temple in the area known as Solomon's Colonnade. Quick note, this was a porch surrounding the temple's court to the Gentiles. It was actually here that Jesus taught about being the good shepherd. This area was created for outsiders to the Jewish faith. It's a similar place to where Christ drove out the money changers and people selling stuff so that everyone could worship God. Verse 13, but no one else dared to join them, even though all the people had high regard for them. I just want to pause and say this. Don't count on numbers to validate how effective your ministry is. Even though the apostles were devoutly serving Christ, performing miracles in Jesus' name, and preaching the gospel, people were still not comfortable joining them. Just because the crowds aren't breaking down the door to join your cause doesn't mean you're doing things wrong. You never know the impact you're having. Keep going. Have faith. And thank God whether you're reaching 10 people or 10,000. Verse 14, yet more and more people believed and were brought to the Lord. Crowds of both men and women. Crowds came from the villages around Jerusalem, bringing their sick and those possessed by evil spirits, and they were all healed. So how do we think the local leaders at the Jewish temple reacted? Threw them a party? Texted them an encouraging word? Shared the church invitation on Facebook? Nope. The Bible says they were jealous. And rather than celebrate what God was doing through the apostles, they had them thrown in the public jail. But when a high priest closes a door, sometimes an angel opens a gate. Verse 19, But an angel of the Lord came at night, opening the gates of the jail, and brought them out. Then he told them, Go to the temple and give the people this message of life. Jesus warned us that we would face troubles, but also that he would be with us. Some quick context here. It's important to note that the apostles were arrested under religious law slash authority. The Jewish religious leaders were typically given the ability to control their own affairs. So the system that the apostles are skirting is not the law of the land, but rather the religious law of the temple. So rather than listening to the jealous high priest, they listened to the angel of the Lord and began to preach Jesus again. And for their act of faith, they were arrested by the temple guard again. This time they were warned to never preach about Jesus ever again. It's in moments like this where God grants us a spirit of boldness. When we pursue Christ, we are trying to imitate him. That's why Jesus told us we must be willing to deny ourselves and take up our cross to follow him. Will there be consequences to following Christ? Absolutely. And we must be willing to face them as Jesus did for us. Peter, who had denied Christ three times, had left and returned, was ready to do whatever it took to imitate Jesus. Peter was not running anymore. He was ready to face the consequences for serving his Lord. Verse 29, but Peter and the apostles replied, we must obey God rather than any human authority. The God of our ancestors raised Jesus from the dead after you killed him by hanging him on a cross. Then God put him at the place of honor at his right hand as prince and savior 
He did this so the people of Israel would repent of their sins and be forgiven. We are witnesses of these things, and so is the Holy Spirit, who is given by God to those who obey him. When they heard this, the high council was furious and decided to kill them. We will all face big, crucial moments in life, and you will have to decide how you will respond. Do you deny Christ to save yourself or ensure your own personal comfort? Or do you deny yourself, proclaim Jesus boldly, and endure the consequences to living like Christ? We would all like to think that we would make the right choice. But I want to say this. The way you are living right now is preparing you for those important moments. The way we worship, praise, and serve Jesus in the small peaceful times will inform how we act when everything is on the line. This was the case for the apostles. They had served Jesus, moments of triumph and moments of absolute failure. They had experienced the love and sacrifice of their Savior, and it was from that place they were determined to keep their eyes on Christ, as they had learned to do by spending time with Him. What's so interesting is what happens next. First, God sends an angel to save them. Then, God sent someone far more unlikely— an expert in religious law, the most respected rabbi of the time, named Gamaliel. What's so interesting is that this was the teacher who had launched the Christian-hating career of Saul, who would be transformed by Jesus to become Paul. It was this rabbi that stopped the execution. He spoke up, leave these men alone, let them go. If they are planning to do things merely on their own, it will soon be overthrown. But if it is from God, you will not be able to overthrow them. You may even find yourself fighting against God. The others accepted his advice. They called in the apostles and had them flogged. Then they ordered them never again to speak in the name of Jesus, and they let them go. The apostles were unjustly whipped, probably with 39 lashes. This was the standard number given to avoid exceeding the Old Testament legal limit of 40. When Jesus was preaching in the same place before his death and resurrection, he said, I am the good shepherd. I go before you. I am laying down my life for you. Jesus said, my sheep know my voice and they follow me and I give them eternal life. No one can take them away from me. The apostles understood they were following their savior. They were on mission. They knew Jesus' voice. And because they knew Christ's voice, they knew where they were supposed to go. Because Christ had forever changed their lives, they were ready to make any sacrifice. So what was their reaction to being beaten up for Jesus? Verse 41 says this, The apostles left the high council rejoicing that God had counted them worthy to suffer disgrace for the name of Jesus. And every day in the temple and from house to house, they continued to teach and preach this message, Jesus is the Messiah. That is such a profound moment. Their rejoicing didn't come during the times of signs, wonders, and miracles, not based on what they could do or using their spiritual gifts. No, their rejoicing came after 39 lashes from the whip, that they were worthy to suffer disgrace for the name of Jesus. I want you to hear this. It is an incredible thing to be used by God. It is a wonderful experience to receive his blessing and be in the midst of believers doing great things for the kingdom of heaven. But it's also an honor to be considered worthy to suffer disgrace for the name of Jesus. We will face those difficult times. In some areas of the world, it will be more severe than others. 
None of us wish for those difficult times, but I can tell you this. It's during those moments of great difficulty that we grow closer to Christ and we grow tremendously in our faith. So yes, I pray God's greatest blessings for you today. But I also pray that you are worthy to suffer disgrace for the name of Jesus. And let me tell you this. If you can open your mouth and heart to praise God during those difficult times, that will be some of the most transformative moments of your life. To not only worship Jesus when things are great, but also when we are in pain. Because though our circumstances change, Christ does not. And nothing on this earth can take us away from him. We are eternally his. The apostles understood this. That's why they rejoiced. It's why they kept preaching the name of Jesus. They said, you can arrest me, beat me up, or kill me, but I will never stop telling people about the good shepherd, Jesus the Messiah. When we praise God during our difficult times, it's as much to our blessing as it is to his worship. It's a time of connection. It's a time of restoration. It's a time to reaffirm all of God's promises and focus on things of eternal value rather than the immediate troubles we're facing. Don't trade away your eternal purpose for temporary comfort. When you are facing troubles, pray and praise Jesus. And if you get beaten up for Christ, celebrate that you are worthy to suffer disgrace for his name. Thank you for joining us today. I want to encourage you to read Acts chapter 5 on your own. Spend time in prayer and reflection. Also, we want to connect with you. Check out honestlyradio.com to join us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. You can also find all the apps we're on where you can download the show for free. I want to encourage you to connect with God daily in prayer, in the Bible, and through attendance and service at a local church. Allow Christ to begin building your faith. This has been Honestly Radio. Remember, live honestly, be blessed. We'll see you next time.